Talk about everything under the sun about parenting. Thank you once again for coming out to my podcast. I'm so excited today because I have this is my first time I'm actually doing like a couple, and I'm really happy to have them. They are like uh, pastors from the church that I'm in, and I heard of their name for a long time. And of course, today we're going to be talking about children and everything. If you like the podcast, share it and uh, DM us if you have any questions or whatsoever. Okay, so today we have Pastor Eileen and we also have Johan. They are very, very proficient in uh, doing a lot of uh, children ministry. They are taking care of a lot of like young preschoolers all the way until they are about 12, <laughs> if I'm not wrong. So we, I'm, I'm just going to let them do like introduction of themselves because I think they have very long credentials. <laughs> All okay. right. Yeah. First and foremost, thank you, Esther, for inviting us. It's really an honor and a privilege. And I think it's going to be great fun uh, sharing with one another and learning for one another. Uh, my name is Johan. Uh, I'm not Indonesian. I'm half Chinese, half Malay. Uh, I actually am uh, now uh, working uh, in City Harvest Church uh, since 2010. Uh, I actually help to oversee uh, cell groups and uh, various ministries. Uh, but uh, I met Eileen uh, because she was introduced to me as a children's pastor. Uh, then I was also a children's pastor. I, I was a children's pastor since 1999. So I worked and uh, did children's work, uh, you know, both locally and overseas uh, since 1999. So uh, in the past, my kids will call me Uncle John yeah, because I come from a more uh, traditional church. So no title, uh, just uncle. So I'm Uncle John. So that's how I was introduced to her, uh, to the Reverend Eileen To. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Esther is not asking you for, for <laughs> how we met. Asking you what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just share so uh, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think uh, for for me, I'm a children's pastor, right? And I also oversee the intercessory ministry in our church. And then uh, for Johan, uh, he he has a zone that's oversee about 450 members and had yeah. greeters ministry, dance ministry is under him too. Why? So interpreter. Yeah, the interpreter ministry also. So I think we wear quite a multiple hats, but at the same time, because he used to be, like what he shared, a children's pastor when he was in his former church. So he came on, when he came over, he constantly helped me. Yeah, so I'm very, very thankful that uh, we can uh, serve God together. And I think together, uh, if we total up our ministry experience, uh, will be about 50 years. Lao 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 Lao. Hung yeah, so it's been many years in the full time ministry. Yeah. yeah, but we are. I mean, we love what we do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the it's the call of God. Yeah. That uh, compelled us to do what we do. And we're thankful because God has blessed us with a boy. His name is called yes. Kairos. Yeah. Kairos. He's seven years old. He's primary one this year. <laughs> so oh. we're entering the primary uh, school adventure as well. And between myself and I, I mean myself and my wife, we are married for ten years last year november so this year will be 11th year yeah yeah wow did you do anything special during your 10th year 
yes, yes, yes. Uh, Apa we, yang kita lakukan? We had a nice dinner. <laughs> And I think more importantly, but it's COVID, you know. COVID, yeah, COVID, COVID can't go yeah, anywhere. Yeah. November, but, but 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 I went one place. I I went to Ion because I needed to uh, oh, upgrade yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, a... a ring for her. Yeah, so finally after ten years, I'm able to buy uh, a nicer ring than the one that I gave her at the start. So ten years anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank God, it's only every ten years. Okay. Ah, yeah. very sweet. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Esther. All right, so Kairos is seven. So mm. you guys are promoted now. Does he have things yet? You were uh, very compu one. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the words I don't even know. Eh, then I have to go and like, check the dictionary. Do use my handphone, Google to double check the word. Cause like her. Coker, then uh, her sway, everything is like honey ping H E, you know right? Then it's the different tone and all that. It's not easy, yeah. So I have been uh, uh doing things here together with him. I learn, <laughs> yeah, I learn <laughs> things here myself. Yeah, tough, tough, tough. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. So even though uh, you guys have been in like, children's ministry for a long time, mm. does it speak to? The both of you differently, considering now that y'all have your own ch- child. I think for us, right, uh, uh, prevention is better than cure. So as a children's pastor for many years, without a kid back then, and without even a boyfriend or husband, you know, like I mean, I I knew Johan only like eleven years ago, but I was in a full time ministry as a children's pastor for more like maybe ten over years already. And I remember that uh, when I do what I do, I mean, even up to today, I always believe in Christian education when young. And I always believe that prevention is better than cure, meaning that we don't uh, try to cure it when it's too late, yeah. but we try to already instill godly values when they are young. So because of that, right, I do believe in Christian program, you know, heavily believe in cultivating spiritual habits on the children. So um, I have been doing that for so many years. So when Kairos come along, I try to put all the programs that I know <laughs> on him. <laughs> or one that one person, yeah, to see whether it works or not, yeah. You know, it's like if I believe in my own program, how can I say that? Oh, everybody works except my son. Then it's salama, yeah. You know, right? It must also work for my son. If not, it doesn't make sense. So I try to put whatever that I believe and all the curricular lessons and all the habits that I want a Harvest Kids kid to have on my son to see if it works or not. So thankfully, I must say that most of the most most of the things still work. Like you know, I I still encourage my son to uh, go to church on a regular basis. Of course, COVID, you know, we go through Zoom and all that. I try to do the discipline like what a harvest kid kid is expected of if I'm a children's pastor. So I find that the the things that we are doing right is still uh uh um a lot of things. Uh, I I do believe that it works now on him also. What what I want to see for a harvest kids kid is the same as what I want to see from my boy. But I guess the only different a big difference for us is that Kairos I get to bring him home, and uh, the duration the number of hours I have with him is not not two hours per week. <laughs> well, a harvest kids teacher only need to look after like you know Samuel you know hi Samuel for two hours. 
<laughs> okay, go home ready. But Kairos go home with me. Yeah. The rest of the hours are with me. The rest of the time. Yeah. yeah so I think that's night. a very big difference because then the challenge will be that can I continue to sustain it? Can I continue to still uh, live a life that is uh, that will help him to mm. role model, you know, so that For he him. will also be able to uh, uh, love God the way I want him to be. Yeah. I think definitely <laughs> big difference. Lah. I mean, we are privileged to be able to be entrusted children to you know to to uh, to empower to inspire with the word of God, but it's just only two hours. In fact, it's less than that if you put you know the different segments together. But I think uh, it's something which that is very clear lah. Like when you have your own child, it's a I'm sure you also know it's like a twenty four seven job. Yeah, there's yes, no yeah. uh you know like press a stop button and then you know take off the parent uh, head. Yeah, so. Uh, definitely that's the biggest difference. Huh? Yeah, so that's why I think that uh, we believe that uh, uh, parents play the most important role uh, yeah. when it comes to Christian education. Yeah, like back then, uh, I think church can do that much. But at the end of the day, it's the parents that have the most hours with the children. You know, you can have the best program in church and very anointed, very happening, very exciting for two hours. And then when they come home, right, they see the way we live our life. And we don't believe in God. We don't pray. We don't, uh, we don't, we are, we are not gentle to each other. Of course, we are not perfect. But like, you know, we don't really try to practice Christian life. And we, we just, uh, it become like, then, then Kairos will be confused. And he would think that it's just a religion, du- religious duty. That is something that I think as parents, that is the biggest challenge. Yeah. That we don't push all responsibility to uh, educate a Christian community, a, yeah. to a church or a community. It's us, la, like you know, like what you share, Lord Esther, that you are taking ownership over your own children. Mm. You know, that's the way you want to raise them up. Yeah. So I, I believe that is the biggest difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot subcontract out. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true because the actually a lot of uh, parents that uh, every time when they go to church because they also want to be blessed right yes, and yes, and yes. They, they 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 tend to put the children at the 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 ch- children's church in that sense yes. but the, the 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 motivation is a little bit like tours or like that, a bit like a uh, childcare center babysitting like, ministry yes yes so sad so so for 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 me and my for me uh I really cannot speak for my husband because I think he also just um. Uh, want to be very nice to me so he probably just flow lah right no need to have little arguments over like girly things right so but but for me it's really important for me to go children's church actually with mm. my child wow. because the only way for me to know what he has learned and to reiterate it over the week is to actually be there if not i wouldn't know what verse he was asked to memorize wow and all these things, right? So for me, that's like a huge deal. It's a huge sacrifice in a sense. You don't really get to go, you know, into the auditorium. They have some hype. I mean, not like everybody knows City Harvest Church, right? Right. You go to the main auditorium, even if you are not like, even if you are a boring person, you probably feel like a little bit more interesting yourself in a sense, right? So, but but for me, I feel like the simple truths of God got to really be. Uh, the parents, they have to feel like the simple truths of God bless them, right? So even when I go for a children's church, I think it blessed me tremendously as wow. well because that is like just the simple truth. No need to think about the very complicated one, you know, because the children, they are also learning the basic truths of God about how they can also be used 
by God because that's what mm. we're always preaching about, right? So for me, it's really important that I go there. Wow. To church with my children to make sure that they are really like there and not just want to eat biscuit at the end uh, that kind of thing <laughs> right they pretend to be sincere to god and oh, can you give me biscuit and then second serving please you know that kind of thing so <laughs> so well, how, 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 mommy. yeah <laughs> in every aspect yeah. Good job. How, so uh, how, how would both of you describe your personal parenting experience considering that you guys are pastors and obviously in the olden times not like olden olden but you know like the older times people have a lot of expectations on pastors and like children it's, it's equivalent to how people have like uh, expectations on teachers and the teachers uh children that you know your 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 father is like the hod of this subject you should be doing very well in this subject you know that kind of thing <laughs> right this is this is the stereotyping and the stigma that people have in the society so how, how would you actually really like, in reality like people want to know like hey you know are they very good parents or you know at the behind the door they are like that's yeah <laughs> okay i think i think in a nutshell how's our parenting journey Wow, as you know, more than 50 years children ministry Choy, and all that, I want to tell you that it's absolutely not easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely... And, and of course, uh, because we, we, we all know that uh, uh, you guys actually have your kid at, at a more mature age, right? Mm, so was that right. like a struggle or was that yes. like uh, better for you? Because you guys are very stable, you have all the money, all the knowledge. How, no. how was it? I, I think for a parent, definitely, uh, you know, when your kids are a bit more grown up, you can all attest to the fact that in different seasons, they will have always different challenges, you know. Of course, when they're very young, oh, very cute, very nice, then they enter into the <laughs> two years old, the three years old, then a new set of challenges. And then when you think that you kind of like, you know, gotten into some form of like, okay, I can do this, then they go up to another level, especially when they come to primary school. So I think personally for myself, you know, uh, in short, I think, you know, especially now that he's growing up even more, uh, mm. it's really a test of uh, one's character. I think as Christians, uh, I can say it simply, like, it's a real test of uh, the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. Like, yeah, <laughs> Especially when it comes to, uh, you know, having patience, you know, having gentleness. Uh, so all these things are really tested. So I can definitely say it's not easy. While it's rewarding, but it's not easy uh, because uh, every child is unique. Uh, every uh, child has their own uh, season in their own uh, time. Uh, no, there's good and there's challenging time. So, personally, that's what I feel. Uh, that yeah. is definitely not easy. Even if I've been doing children's work for so long, yeah. yeah. I think it's it's not easy at all. And I I I think that uh, when we uh, there's a lot of expectation people yeah. have about us. But um, um, I think you know right. We also will sometimes feel snappy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I read about your post also. Sometimes people judge us also. Yeah, they judge us even more. Like you know, if Kairos misbehave, they will all look at us. If Kairos uh, need help with eating, they will say, "Huh, so already still mommy still to feed you, man." You know that kind of thing. You know, and sometimes when Kairos uh is cranky, people will look at me. Huh, why Kairos is not so Holy Spirit feel? <laughs> yeah, so it's like that. And <laughs> the same for us as parents also. Sometimes we feel that uh we are also uh not we didn't hit the mark lah 
uh, all the time. But I think, I, I suppose, uh, whether or not we are the older parents, so-called, or a younger parent like you, right, in that sense, a new parent is a new parent. We are all new <laughs> into it. If it's a first-time parent, whether you are older or younger, you are still a first-time parent and everything, you still have to learn and nobody is more experienced. And even if you have one kid, the second kid is different, the third kid is different, thank you also different. So I think that we all need the grace of God and to constantly remind ourselves to uh, be better. So I remember once... um, uh, when Carlos was about one year old, right? You know, like some, you know, I have I, I have a child as just a, you know, I think it's like I feel like I feel blessed lah that uh, God will give me a child. You know, right? I feel very blessed that wow, I can actually have a boy. You know, a child. You know, and I, I was very blessed. So I remember, uh, when he was sleeping, I was looking at him with adorable face. You know, right? You know, you look at Samuel Levi. Wow, so adorable, so loving. So I remember adoring him and like feeling so in awe of this little boy that little baby that God has given to me and I was very tearful very in awe and then the Holy Spirit came you know I felt Spirit of God came and said Eileen will you uh, will you not put him as an idol is Kairos your idol and I felt that then then that I have to make a decision to say that although I have you know he is really very dear to me because you know first you know I only have a child as just an old older age in that sense at that stage and then like God give me a gift and I feel like so precious but then when the Holy Spirit when when God spoke to me and said that do you uh, not make him an idol I have to make a decision and to say God you know that Kairos is a gift from you and it cannot be my world I cannot make my son my world I cannot revolve evolve my whole life with just my son that everything is about my son but my son is a gift from God so I had an encounter with God that day and I told God that yes you know me Eileen Toh will continue to give my heart to you and you and serve you and you alone and you are my number one and all that so of course it's not a it's a decision that is painful but I I feel that um, uh, I feel that of course constantly uh, I have to battle with it also sometimes yeah definitely not easy Uh, I think I I I happen to teach in the pre-marriage class uh, in this church as well so so I always tell them that uh, you know, marriage is not merely for happiness, but it's for holiness. Because you know, living and giving is something you wish that will mature you. But when I became a parent, yeah, I got another definition uh, that if marriage is holiness, then uh, parenting is uh, selflessness. Yeah, because it's something you wish. Like it's like there's no more me world. There's no more about me. I mean, marriage is really a a, a big you know game changer. But wow, parenting is another level. Uh, and I think it's good because uh, you get to know a bit more about yourself. And definitely for me, it's not easy at all because uh, I do have uh, you know uh, temper outbursts. I do have temper uh, issues. Okay, don't do, do not send any psychologist or counselor to me yet. Okay, but I'm not, trying not to serious say, one. Yeah, la. not not serious. Not serious. Not throw books on. but I did remember that uh, Kairos can make me upset many times. Yeah, like do homework and all that, yeah. and then he, and he I remember there was one homework, incident, especially Chinese. Yeah, and I remember there was one incident whereby. Uh, he was just really, you know, like, you know, showing his his other side, you know. And I remember that I was so angry at him that uh, that that I even got out the car 
and and just you know wah, bang the car door i mean not on him like he was seated in his seat belt and all that. <laughs> yeah, but i just banged the door and because why i couldn't control myself anymore i feel that if i stay in the car any longer listening to his incensed uh, uh crying and and and, and outbursts right i will i will lose it as well uh, but as I stood outside, then I began to ask myself, you know, and I felt the Holy Spirit also speak to me. It's like, what are you really upset about? Yeah, he's a six-year-old boy. Do you really <laughs> want to win every argument against a six-year-old boy? And I also felt that perhaps maybe uh, I may be going through a lot of uh, pressures and, and unknowingly a lot of things that I on my plate. So sometimes whatever happens between a parent and a child, it's never about always the child, but it's also about us also, you know. So... That's when I realized that, you know, parenting journey is never easy. I mean, I need to self-care. I need to, you know, keep our marriage strong. Uh, and I also need to then be able to give that, you know, uh, you know love and, 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 and all that you know, to my boy. So I think it's, it's never easy to maintain yeah. this balance. Uh, but it's a privilege. Uh, it's a privilege. Because, so usually yeah. if we ever do things like that, we will apologize. Uh. Yeah. We'll just tell him we are sorry. And then he will say sorry too. Then just hug. Uh. Yeah. Hug and kisses. <laughs> makes everything well. You know right, Esther? It's like that, right? Bunny, 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 sorry. Bunny, sorry. Sing the bunny song. Yeah, I love you, you love me. Yeah, I also sing the bunny song all the time. Even with him. <laughs> I think it's really important to keep in mind, like, it's, it's always so difficult, right, parents? Yeah. yeah. But the, the especially the young children, they they are actually like the innocent people, you know? They're innocent not because they are small, but they're innocent because there are a lot of things that they haven't known how to, like, say, yeah. describe, how you regulate. know? They, they don't they, know they, how to Yes. Yes, that's that's the word for it, really. So, so many times the parents feel like, wow, why is my children always giving me so many problems? All right. But sometimes, a lot of times, actually, I feel like it stems from like how the parent feel on that day. If you strike lottery, of course, you guys don't buy lottery, <laughs> or somebody walk by and give you one thousand dollars. I'm sure, I'm sure anything your child do will be like, can I, can I, can I? You know, there will be even more hugs and kisses, you know. In the process of that, you know. So, I, I will throw the money to the child. Nah? Go enjoy yourself. <laughs> I will only give 10%. I'm not so generous. <laughs> so I'll be like, I still need to give God. You know, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Very so, good. Like... <laughs> no, I'm going to talk to you. Okay, not easy. Not easy. Yeah. Definitely not easy. So, so I, I actually agree. That's the reason why after a certain time, I don't work. I, I hate it when my guys would like, ping me or ask me questions after oh, a certain time wow because wow. that will affect me greatly wow. if they do anything that irritates me that that will affect me greatly so and i and i noticed i've seen myself being impatient and i'm i'm very impatient by nature wow. i'm like bah, 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 give it to me right so i and i i i, I, I feel bad that my my children they have to be the outcome of what other people didn't manage to do right so wow. i always say after a while just don't talk about that anymore, right? We'll talk after they go to speak, that kind of thing, right? Wow. So it's good. So at home, home is more of like a dis- disciplinarian. <laughs> Not like the more angry one, but the more dis- the disciplinarian. Yeah. yeah. And the nurturing kind. Yeah. I mean Kairos Kairos uh take uh can uh, get away things with me, but oh. not with the father. <laughs> <laughs> Never I'm, with the father, but always with me. Yeah, I'm the disciplinarian, meaning that uh, I'll be the one uh, melting up the discipline. Uh, I, I don't say punishment. I try not to say punishment, but yeah. uh, more of the discipline. Uh. And I think for me, 
uh, is a very natural role of a man. Uh, I think in terms of like you know what the Bible states uh, to be the leader, and as long as he knows that uh, because I'm the leader of the house, so therefore, uh, in that sense lah, yeah, my word is the final word. <laughs> yeah, so between myself and my wife, we make sure that we don't contradict ourselves. We do our best in front of him. So as you were saying uh, on. Mm. Uh, you 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 are more like a disciplinarian, right, Johan? Yeah, you correct. Yeah, so I think that's something in which that uh, I feel like that uh, a man and father should do. Uh, to is this uh, like considering? Yeah. Is this considered like a stereotyping mentality when you say that this belongs to the job of the father? Um, I think it's more of taking responsibility because if my boy misbehave, I mean, I thank God for my wife who who nurtures and who helps. But I think we, I see it more like a complementary. Like you know, if she's the nurturing, then I also am of course the the more playful one, ah, the the one that will bring him out, you know, do a lot of fun things. But when things get out of order, especially if I, how I see how he treats the mum, sometimes he can be a bit loud, sometimes he or can rude. be a bit rude or oh, disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. You know, right? Then, then obviously, <laughs> you know, I can't also like let my wife uh, take it all the time and also to melt up because she, you know, affected emotional. So if I see it. You know, I can see clearly like, okay, this is where you're root, you know, and this is why. So I would need to step in, uh, and we both agreed that, uh, that I would be the one to do uh the discipline. Uh, in our house, we practice uh, what we call the spanking spoon. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's basically a brown ladle. Yeah, I can't believe this is going on record, children's society. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, uh, and we just put a frowny face, you know, like a, a upside down smile. And basically, you know, if he does anything that uh, cross the line, uh, we will we will we will discipline him lah. And I make it a point that I will only discipline him in private. Uh, so in this spanking spoon is to spank back, his buttocks. <laughs> I yeah. I don't use cane ah. I got cane before when I was young, so cane leaves a mark. Yeah, spanking spoon got no evidence one, so no problem. Yeah, because Just it's all wooden, spread out. Wooden pen. <laughs> the way now you are putting it, the way now you are putting it on recording is funny. <laughs> okay, okay. There is no evidence. Yeah, no okay, evidence. Funny. I, I, I think that um, it's a last resort, lah. Yeah, we don't usually. Go... Stress, no? Yeah, no. I think it's <laughs> no. I think it's a last resort. If we really, I mean, that is the last resort. There's yeah. a lot of many other ways to get the child to understand and to uh to be able to have a understanding that he's wrong and all that. So we don't usually like everything. Wow, spending yeah. spoon come as well. No lah, that is really like the final, 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 last resort kind yeah. of a thing. And also, for the both of us, uh, although he is the because you know right, sometimes in the family right, when it comes to children right, there's always one person that's very involved, which is maybe the mummy. The mummy is always very involved with the kid from nurturing to discipline to everything. So I feel that as a uh, for us right, we try to strike a balance to have uh not a passive husband along, but a more hands on husband and myself also. That I it's not that I. I don't discipline Kairos. I do, but then uh, he is also very involved. In fact, he is so involved that uh, if it's a very serious contest, you know, of a case where I cannot resolve it, he steps in to help me also. So it, because you know, right, day to day, usually as mommy, we are the one that, hey, don't do this, hey, cannot do this, all that. So generally, he will not come in and also do all these small, small things. But I, yeah. I'm, we are just referring to like the, ma- the disciplinary master of the house always end up is him 
Yeah, I, I'm more soft-hearted. Yeah, because I think, uh, I don't know, like I, I tend to give in a lot. Yeah, I tend to give in a lot, you know, Mummies. because I think like, Cairo, you know, okay, like you say sorry, can ready. You know, right? I tend to be more, actually, I'm more like that. Yeah, it's the nature, I think. I suppose, like, I'm just more soft-hearted. Even to children, church kids also, I'm like that one. <laughs> Generally, I'm just like, you know, like, yeah, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. So, so I think it helps uh, for Johan to be around to to step in. If not, uh, Wow, I think no government uh, I tell yeah. you no government one for me I don't know yeah but love la, love la. everything yeah. we do we do out of love right Esther ah love <laughs> right yeah love 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 <laughs> okay. I'm not a pastor so I can say anything uh, wow. no don't say that, don't <laughs> no, say that. I, I believe in I believe you love your kids yeah. also yeah All right. don't need right. to be a pastor yeah. to be like that since, <laughs> since you're going on record then I also want to say something else that what? whenever I discipline him there's no other witnesses also. Okay, so no <laughs> <Private>. evidence, no <laughs> witnesses. But a very important reason is because uh, we hardly I, I, use uh, we hardly. Yeah, it's because uh, <laughs> hardly really hardly. Okay, it's because uh, I learned, you know, when being mentored by my own marriage mentors, that uh, a boy's biggest thing is uh, affirmation. You know, his dignity, his respect. So you know, if I were to discipline him in front of others, even in front of the mum he will feel very embarrassed. So every time when he knows that he's going to get disciplined, he always say, it's going to be inside, right? Nobody's going to see, right? Yeah, so I, I, I value that in a sense that uh, I, I, I learn also that I need to also treat him you know, with dignity. You know, that if I were discipline him, it's not for a public display, it's not to humiliate or to embarrass because he's still a boy after all who has feelings and emotions. So I think, you know, it, then it makes it very clear la, that if someone is a discipline at home, it would be me la, because uh, of these factors la, that I, I want to take responsibility. I want to also value and honor his dignity and I will do it privately. La. Yeah. So, uh, but I can count la. I can count the number of times that I think I have spanked him la. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like a everyday thing. So thank God, yeah, because I also don't want to go through that as well. <laughs> so what are what are some of the challenges that uh you guys actually faced like or you guys were actually faced as actually full time ministers like, uh like we're talking about expectations that people may have on you guys or you personally have on yourself or like uh your your your, your child does does Kairos feel like he has to meet up with certain expectations? I think Kairos is too young to tell me that. As like a pastor's kid. Yeah, I don't think he's yeah he's too young uh, yeah. to say that he's a PK like a pastor's kid kind of thing because he's still very young. But of course we are sensitive to him. Yeah, I think kids are being kids now. Like, whether you are a church kids or uh, non-Christian kids or kids being kids they are rowdy sometimes they can be cranky lack of sleep when they are lack of sleep when they don't have enough sleep when they uh, when they don't have enough rest they will always be not at the top form so I do feel pressure of course honestly because uh, people are always looking at me and then I mean as in sometimes maybe I think that they look at me like for example if I invite my members to come to my house then I will uh, tell Kairos, okay, these are the certain auntie uncles come. Later when they come, you must greet them, okay? You make sure you greet them. But I think my family, uh, I grew up culture. like that also. It's the culture that we must greet our elders. So I, I want this culture to be instilled in Kairos' heart that he, whenever he see an adult, he must always greet. Because I, I grew up like that. So I, I do that with him also, that uh, when any member come, call Tete or Koko or uncle, whatever, we must acknowledge the presence of, an, of somebody that is in the house. But of course, uh, but uh, the pressure will be like, if he's cranky, 
you know, like he's not enough sleep, then he will misbehave. Like, you know, if I'm spending a lot of time with the members, keep talking to them, all that, and then I ignore him, right? After a while, he will come to me and say, Mama, enough. Uh, he will tell me, enough. It's time to go. It's time to go. And I will feel very so embarrassed so because like, you know, right, in front of my friends or my members, you are asking them to go. Then I say, no, Kairos, don't say that. Then he will say, enough. You know, I have enough. You know, that kind of thing. And then my friend members will be looking at me and say, wow, your kid really very fierce. Huh? Like, you know, all that. So, I mean, there were a few occasions that were like that. And then I have to, like, I feel so bad, uh, not to Kairos, but to my members because my son, like, misbehaved this kind of way. And then they left. And then I have to text them and apologize and say sorry on behalf of Kairos. Yeah, so I, 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 I do feel this kind of pressure. Like, I don't want them to feel that uh, stumble, you know. <laughs> Stumble is the word or whatever. Of course, nobody, uh, those mature... I mean, I just want them to... Don't want them to feel... Uh, yeah, I, I, I apologize. Uh, over Maybe over-apologize whatever. So my husband will talk to me. After that, I'll reflect with him. Then he'll say that, hey, you know, chill, Eileen. You know, just be chill. All these things happens. And even adults like us, sometimes when we don't have enough sleep, we also bad mood. What more a kid? So I, I try my best to uh, not to be so... Um, yeah, okay. I try... Yeah, not not to be so uh pressured la, by all these things, you know. And mm. I think I'm not a person that cares about the opinions of people. As in, like, I'm not, like, I don't live for opinions of men, of course. You know, I don't, like, oh, I, I need to please them. I'm not here to please them. But I just don't want it to be a situation where the members who come, uh, I feel bad. I feel pressured because they mm. always, like, you know, like, yesterday, uh, one of our... Uh, one of the staff came to my house and then he he was looking at Kairos came back from school just yesterday only then he was oh wow Kairos uh, uh, you know then he went to this he set up his own camp and eat lunch in a camp you know right this, boys are like that you know camping then he read his books inside then he want to mm. eat himself then halfway you know uh, he get help from me and uh, all this to, to, to eat and all that so then the, he commended the staff commented wow Kairos uh still uh, doesn't really eat by himself. You still need to help him. You know, like, then I like, yeah, you know, sometimes he has this mood. But then Kairos also have a, have a sense of esteem. Whenever he, whenever people are around, right, he don't want people to put him down. So he will always tell me that, Mama, don't ever feed me when people are around. Then when people are not around, feed me, feed me. You know, right? Children are lazy, ma. Feed me, feed me. Carry me, carry me. Then when people are around, don't you carry me. Don't you You know, then I'm the one, oh, don't do that to me, mama. Stop it. Go. You know, I want to do it myself. So I'm more concerned about all that. So, but I'm learning like, to strike a balance. I'm yeah. learning not to be, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's real, uh, the challenges, especially of people's expectations. Uh, but definitely also, we also have challenges fulfilling our own expectations. I think we both know what it means to be entrusted, you know, with a child and to do our best. But sometimes we also know that due to work, you know, I always feel personally the pressure of, am I spending enough time with him? And I think that's something in which many parents... Uh, and I think, you know, in Singapore especially, guilty, guilty. yeah. So that's why <laughs> people like Esther want wow, take such a big step of faith to don't work at all. I think that's Bravo. really amazing. But I think it's because you, you actually, you I'm still working. Oh, okay. All right, okay. I'm still, You're still working, right? You're working as yeah, yeah. I. I'm actually a manager in the financial industry. Oh, okay. okay. So I am doing a lot of parenting and stuff because oh. I'm really branching out to want to uh uh impact more. 
But I always thought that I'm not working, uh, you know what I mean? No, I think you work from home. A lot of people say, I already semi-retired a long, long time ago, which oh. is true. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Wow. So sorry about that. Yeah, you can edit no, no, this no, part out. Okay. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> I think in, in a way, he's trying to say that you have a lot of time with your kids because like we see you like spending good, a lot good. of time with your children and yeah. you don't really go out to work, right? In you work from sense. home, is it? Yeah, more. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. I do go out like in the day when they go to school. That's yeah. the reason why we send them to school as well. Uh-huh. So they're okay, total suchi. But uh, I, I, because for, for so long, because I was in the financial industry, so I have always had a lot of, uh, uh, I take a lot of regard in my time. Uh, so I, I, I just make sure that I'm doing like uh, more high-end stuff and uh I acquire more high-end clients then and uh, so that I don't have to put in so much work. So I'm pretty lazy as a person. I, I work the hardest after I became a parent. Wow. So smart, law, yeah. so smart. <laughs> we are very blessed. We are very, very blessed. <laughs> yeah. We are very, very blessed in that sense uh, for me and my husband because mm-hmm. uh, to be able to do what we're doing, uh, to be involved uh, with the children, to mm-hmm. have both parents send them to school day in, day out, Wow. every day wow. uh, doing bedtime together with them etc wow. is and and to still have uh income providing for us um is 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 i can only say that god has been very good to us. amen amen yeah awesome yeah, yeah. so pray, pray for us yeah i also <laughs> want to tell my audience i'm still working on guys yeah <laughs> okay, okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. If I didn't paint the full picture. I got okay. the wrong picture. Yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the the fact matters like that that it's a pressure that we would feel or I would I'm feeling you know whether or not there's enough time, and uh, sometimes you know I'll do crazy things like okay dear I'm gonna bring Carlos to Marichi you know uh, like Wednesday he actually in the middle of the week leh brought my son to Marichi for a hike leh where the next day is school leh Esther. What do you expect? Uh? And then I told him, please don't overwork him. He'll be physically tired the next day. He'll be cranky when he goes to school. So I told him, you want to hide? Okay, okay, compromise. 1km, okay? Just walk 1km. And up 5km. <laughs> Go there, find me only like 1km. Uh, 5km. <laughs> if it's one click, it's only 5 minutes, can come back every day. Uh, no, we did 5 kilometers at the track. So we took about an hour. But Two hours. Yeah, I but I think it's something in which that I'm constantly having to juggle lah. Yeah, the pressures from within to see whether am I spending enough time because at the end of the day you know that however our child turns out a big part has to also do with you know the time that we spend with them as well so yeah because if we don't spend time with them something else somebody else the will TV occupy. will occupy the time yes. so that's yes. that's the pressure yes. that I feel uh. yeah actually I remember uh, Pastor Ming himself also shared with us uh, uh, once uh, a couple of times because we always we always talk to him, right? So he wow. also mentioned like he was feeling uh, uh, he always was thinking like uh, he's always spending so much time uh in ministry and he always constantly thinking like uh, feeling like he's not spending enough time with the children. And we all know like a lot of people who are in uh, full-time ministry, they are very, very busy and your time is really not your own in that sense. And a lot of our working people out there is also the same. So guilt is like the top ranking thing that a lot of parents, they feel. Mm-hmm. Even I myself, like seemingly like not working, I also have this kind of guilt, you know. Like sometimes, like, am I spending enough time? Are we doing enough? And then when you have multiple children, you are like, are you spreading enough, or are you spreading it too thin? You you, you have all this crazy thoughts going on in your mind. Grace, grace, <laughs> grace, grace. 
So what are some of the parenting like anecdotes that you guys actually have when it comes to like disciplining or nurturing your child? Like, you know, so, okay. So we, we all understand about like caning, right? So there is this spanking spoon. Yes. Very catchy, yeah. Spanking spoon. <laughs> I can show you. It <laughs> just doesn't. It, it doesn't make. Way. It doesn't make the discipline like. Uh, it makes the discipline feel less uh, uh, scary. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Um, but I think its purpose is there, lah. Because I think rather than you know labeling like, uh, you know, I'm gonna cane you because you're naughty. This is the the naughty stick. I think I don't want to label you know my boy in any particular way. An object is an object, but what is useful is what is useful. And it's in this spoon, case, actually. it's, it's a, wooden a wooden spoon to yeah. spank you, to discipline you. Uh, but I think it's just one of the many approach. Uh, we actually try to adopt what we call like a, a eclectic disciplinarian approach, parenting approach, eclectic. meaning that we use different sources. You know, not only like one style fits everything. Uh, otherwise, it'd be spanking spoon every day if we go by that standard. But yeah. I think, you know, uh, we, we do, you know, different things like uh, reward system, uh, you know, affirmation, encouragement. Reasoning, uh, I reasoning. message, using the I message, using your, I feel hurt by what you say, you know, the I message, we use countdown. Sometimes yeah. we use that, okay, we count to three, you know, we use different methods, you know, to help him to become a better. I think uh, eclectic approach is one where you understand that uh, when you discipline, uh, no one method fits all. Yeah. Yeah, and mm. at every time, mm. every point for your child, right, at different phase, different season, they need different things. So you don't just like go for uh, the same method all the time because you have to see whether what, I mean, the best is reasoning. You know, right, if he is misbehaving, you reason. And some kids really are very good in that one. You reason with them, they understand, they cry, they very remorseful, and then they don't really... Uh, you can tell that they weren't... Uh, it's not just cry over spilled milk, you know. They really will change one. There are kids that are like that. So, uh, different personality also. Some kids, like Kairos is quite uh, aggressive as a person. Quite headstrong, stubborn, a bit stubborn and vocal. It's the key is he's very vocal very quick to comment uh, opinions you know he is very free with his speech so I mean people like I mean it's different methods oh. so eclectic approach uh, we find uh, what's best for him yeah so uh, like for example if we uh, if we go for a trip a uh, simple holiday trip like now cannot go la. last time we go for a short trip like go Malaysia whatever sometimes we say okay that these three days right we have a simple reward system for you so you know every day there will be like a point system you know if you do very well there will be two points given to you three points then seven out of ten or then we evaluate by the end of the day hey, very good you know why we say seven because you were this you will, you will keep it up all that maybe there's a little bit of improvement in this and all that and uh, can you work on one more thing then he will work on it the next day is eight point and nine but we try not to give uh toys incentive like you know oh you do very well I'll give you a toy you do very well I'll give you money you do very well i send you for <laughs> mission uh uh to a uh to another country you know you can fly with me or go hotel whatever we try not to do so what, is that, what are the kind of rewards that uh, uh hearts and kisses because and they kisses, are free, hugs and kisses, they are and free. And hugs and kisses, and hugs and kisses, and hugs and kisses, and I think affirmation, uh, praises that is very uh, constructive praises. It's not like you are fantastic, but it's like you have to explain why he is fantastic. You are very good because that is, that is a yeah yeah that is a that is love and feel 
because you know right the love language of a uh, people is like uh there's no permission like. I, I know is, but isn't uh, that like an everyday thing yes. you know like every day i tell like someone like, oh, <laughs> you're so good yes. then after yes. that if i tell him your reward is i'm gonna tell you that you're good again <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, because 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 what you do is what you do every day. But for example, like when we when we go on these trips, we will tell him particularly, uh, you know, that we are paying as uh, extra attention, and we're gonna, you know, if we're gonna evaluate each other. In fact, we also ask him, you know, yeah, what do you enjoy most about Papa spending time, or what do you wish Papa can do more. So we always have this out conversation. And of course, we don't lay out out front, but of course, you know, along the ways after we do evaluation, then when we go out. You know, we were just hey, Give you know, what, ice, cream, ice cream treat. You know, that. yeah, but, but we try not. Hey, to la, I still got something la. Yeah, la. Something la. But, but don't want to it's be never, so. Uh, it's never upfront one la, because otherwise. Not like reality. negotiation cannot put up the you offer. You know what I mean, right? Because yeah, uh, kids, uh, <laughs> if you continue like that, uh, when they grow up, right, everything they also want. Okay, I do very well. Uh, if my PSLE score is this, 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 uh, you must do this for me. Then how will, what will happen to him when he's an adult? That's my concern. He will only do it. He will only huh? do it when there's good law. Yeah, <laughs> there's benefit out of it for like a material benefit. Which I think I'm trying to use, you know what called intrinsic reward. Intrinsic, intrinsic, intrinsic reward Intrinsic, intrinsic reward is la, called inner reward. Ah, shalom peace. Inner reward first. You know, like the sense of the sense of I'm a good citizen in Singapore or that kind of thing a sense of like I'm a I behave well because it's a good thing for me that kind of thing I try to have a balance uh, because it's easy to like catch a fish like as I give you fish it's easy to do all these things very easy one because these are like so don't think much just like that like, but then what will happen to him when he grow older so I don't want it that uh, that he goes into this society you know with this kind of mentality that everything is all about uh, I must win. Incentives. Third, yeah. I, if yeah. I lose, right, I'm lousy. Actually, it's not true. I mean, in, in the world, I cannot. I, I just don't want him to because he's very competitive. Yeah. My son is co- very competitive. Must win one. Yeah, and I have to teach him what it means to be. If you lose, right, you can be gracious as losing it. You know, and it's fine. Yeah, all this all no. Yeah, my. Uh, yeah, Actually, it really reminds me of like <laughs> how I really like to. Uh, suddenly reward my son wow. wow yeah 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 yeah. that's because nice because I, I i like to uh notice of uh the little things that he's doing and wow. i will reward him so that Very good and and he'll be like oh so surprised and he will keep it up with that good behavior or sometimes at night i will i will uh suddenly tell him you know i'm so thankful for you because you did this, 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 that the father will never be able to say all these things, right? Because <laughs> so be like, yeah, good, <laughs> that's it. So, and and I think it's really important. And I really agree that for boys, they really need a lot of affirmation. They, yes. yeah. they, they Rather than the, the public uh, discipline and all this yeah. stuff, which I actually, I do. Sometimes if uh, my, my children misbehave in the public, I do, uh, I do discipline them. Um, but I just try not to shout. I have to pinch myself very horribly to not shout. But I do understand because I am also trying to achieve the part where I don't discipline my children in the public because I'm not looking to embarrass yeah. them. And uh, we also don't, I also don't really want my husband to suddenly discipline them from behind because that shocks them and that makes them feel disrespected because children need to be respected as well especially during this time and age they have a lot of 
uh, ideas about what they should be uh, and they are very clever to emulate like our parents uh, they are parents right so my, my, my son my son they, they talk like me <laughs> so cute they talk yeah. like me they'll be like yeah, huh? nobody go out with me uh? <laughs> like that or he'll be like beat, beat, beat me two times already or uh, one time he, I, I asked him to ask his father, uh, can you ask Papa? Because he was on the phone with the father. I said, ask him if he needs me to bring his shoes up. Mm-hmm. And then he asked his father, do you need Mama to bring your shoes up? And then my, my husband didn't really hurt him. Right? And then he said, yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you you'd say, right? That's because what I would say to him, right? Yes do or you no. want this? Yes or no. Right, but when he put it on us or on his father, it became funny. But it's not wrong in that sense. But it's the tone. A lot of times, it's the tone. <laughs> right, you can sound totally disrespectful to your father. Like, hey, I'm totally your dude, man. Right, <laughs> or it is more of like because I'm your mother, I'm literally asking do you want it, yes or no. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's actually interesting. So mm. what are actually like hypothetically does it scare? like all of you thinking about like because it scares me sometimes when i think about oh you know maybe my children they won't really like want to be christians or or they re- I, I don't think so it's really about being christians for me but i think more of like do they experience god and do they have this anchor when they yeah. grow up because we can't yeah. be with them all the time what we yeah. are trying to do now as parents we're always looking to empower them so that they can make the decisions for themselves, right? right? Like mm. what Pastor Eileen say, I can always give you the fish, but I do actually really want to teach you how to fish. Wow. So does it scare the both of you like thinking if he will not uh, be spiritually inclined or he doesn't have that faith to anchor? Mm. I'm sure these things will run in the thoughts of say Pastor Eileen a lot, I think. You know? <laughs> In, okay. I, I think in every parent, maybe especially for her because she's the children's <laughs> pastor. Yeah, but I mean for me as a, as a father, of course, because I'm concerned about whether or not will he grow up in the ways of God. Yeah, but I think we encourage ourselves. That's why Proverbs 22, six. 6 says that, you know, we train, you know, we train them in the ways of God and when they're older, they will not depart from it. Now, even though it's an observation in the Bible, it's not like the fast and rule. Because if that's the case, then every pastor's kid will be, you know, will be a will be a very fervent, strong Christian. But contrary, sometimes it may not happen. But it's just observation. But I think something that we can do is we do our part, and because we recognize that our children are a gift from God, we trust that God loves them even more than Generous. we do. Yeah. But of course, that fear, you know, uh, that concern, uh. is concern. It's it's very real. It's almost like a almost everyday thing. Yeah. That's why right now when we can, well, we took a little uh, pray for him, uh, armor of God, uh, fruit of the spirit, uh, everything we can do now, we do now in that sense. Uh. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think, I think because mm-hmm. as a children's pastor, uh, I also see kids that I have been helping and visit them and all that. And then they grow up very fine, like, you know, very on fire for the Lord. They became self-group leaders wow. and they are, uh, full-time ministers or maybe just being a 
very decent, you know, Christian. And that is my greatest uh, reward. Lah. I mean, as a children's pastor, I always want to see them mm-hmm. uh, truly integrated, you know, like being a Christian and really put their integrate in, integral part of their life being a Christian. Yeah. So, But I also see many that actually drop off, uh, drop out after uh, children's church, you know, they stopped attending church and then they mm-hmm. left and, and then they don't. Whether is it a children's pastor's kids or whether it's a church kids or, or perhaps a... Anyone, I also have experienced that before, and it pained my heart also to see that um, that they are not uh, growing in the ways. Eventually, they left the church and all that. I'm sure uh, because at the end of the day, God doesn't touch our will, ma. So well, the seed is there; it's the incorruptible seed of the Word of God. But then, people will is not touched by anyone, not even you or me it's not even God so if they will not to be with God you know it will be so so I think that this is one area that I cannot manipulate also for Kairos but I can create an environment as yeah. much as I can like Proverbs chapter 22 train up the ways of uh, the way of the Lord for him and then that the Bible says that when he grow older he will not depart from it but do am I scared I think no because I've seen it for many people also and this kind of thing is I mean, no la. I mean, yeah. it's in the hands of God la. Yeah. I will do my part only, and I should not uh, blame myself if at the end of the day he made a decision to be wayward. I, I cannot blame myself. Self-talk, I just try my self-talk. best, self-talk. and that yeah. <laughs> and we are God's steward, ma. And uh, children are gift from God. God gave us uh, our kids, so uh, they are they belong to God, yeah. not me. So I don't have the full response. I'm a steward only. So I just do my part to serve. Of course, if one day Kairos, you know, stray, of course, it will pain our heart. We will be very sad and we will cry, we will pray. We pray that it will not happen now. You know, right? It's the same for Samuel <laughs> and Levi and, you know, your new uh, arrival Newborn. soon. Yeah, but uh, should not be faith. Should not be fear, but yeah, faith. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I, I, I love what you said about the water part because, uh, you know, we have to teach them how to fish. La. So yeah. I, I think... One thing that we can do, uh, and I encourage myself with that is, uh, you know, she quote Bible, I quote uh, some Chinese proverb uh, <laughs> that says that if you want to know how the water is like, right, yeah, don't ask the fish, yeah, because the fish won't know <laughs> what the water, because there's an environment that's in. So in the same way, I'm hoping that you know when Kairos growing up right now, he knows that 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 he knows nothing else, you know, in terms of like. You know, living this world with God in his life, with Jesus, you know, with his parents, you know, uh, uh, loving God, you know, uh, in church, you know. So let, let this be a world in which that I want him to, like, you know, find out from other kids, like, oh, your world is not like that one, uh, you know. Because why? It's the culture that, that we create. And that's the best thing that we can do. I feel like uh, the privilege as a parent to be mm-hmm. able to set that culture so that, you know, uh, if he falls down, he's in pain, you know, he always learn like, okay, you know, I pray in Jesus' name, take away the pain, put it on the cross, you know. So things like that will become so natural, you know, that he will he will think nothing otherwise because the reality is that he will find out that there will be other kids who may not, you know, so-called like live in the same world, but at least he knows that in our family, uh, we want to practice kindness, we want to follow God, we want to pray, we want to, you know, commit all things to Him, uh, to God. I think this is the best that we can do. Lah. Yeah. I think I think one of the greatest motivation for me uh, when it comes to being spiritual is really after having my own children. Wow. Because I, 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 I feel like, um, you, you know, right, like we always don't do enough. Like, obviously, I wasn't, I, I wasn't and I'm not like those that uh, 
wow, you know, like I bring a Bible all around with me, that kind of thing. So, but one of the greatest motivation for me to really want to grow closer to, to God in that sense is really when I have my own children, because wow. I, I, because you understand the basic truth, truths of God and you understand that even if you can do so much for them, but there is always this, the 80, 20 rule will always apply. That's always my belief, right? There's always this 20% you can never control. You wow. can never protect them from. And there is this, this 20% that is so small. You have to just give it to God because he can perform like the 80% of it, you know, he can, he can turn things around. And there's I'm so saying. many uncertainty, right? Like you, yeah. you no, it's not just even about whether our children will be like spiritual in future, are they going to be a leader? Yeah. Uh, it, it, sometimes it's even just about simple things like, are you going to be alive the next day? Are you going to meet up with any accident? Sure. Are you going to be healthy? Oh, There's yeah. so many things that we, yes. we as parents, we give yeah. our thoughts to, right? Yep. Well, they say they hear pain, then you scared, like don't know where the pain is from. Yes. yes. And, and sometimes the only thing that you really can do at ground zero is just Oh God, I just pray that there's nothing wrong. <laughs> you just you just do that. You just and and I think that's like really like one of the things that I feel like that cost any parent. I think I really encourage you that if you're a parent, there's anything you can do, just pray. Amen. Just keep praying. I I, th- I think that's like the only my my way to go, you know, my way to go. When I feel guilty, I just tell God. Uh and if I feel like I need to pray for my children, I pray for my children. Yes. There's just no other way that you can better a situation sometimes. Yeah. I think this session is a very encouraging and uh, therapeutic man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Learning from Esther yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Hearing so, from well, obviously we're not perfect. We know that uh, you guys will have some of your outbursts. Maybe mm. more for Johan, in that sense. <laughs> wow, wow. No, yes, la, I'm not yes, perfect yes, also. Yes. Yeah. Because I think I th- I I think uh I think for guys, because they really have a system. They have a system that uh, they don't allow, they, 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 not that they don't allow, they don't really like it when the system is being destructed. Order. I, I'm, I'm seeing from my husband, right? Uh-huh. So I'm gathering information from that, that he has a system and he doesn't like the system to be disrupted. When it's disrupted, it, it's like intruding into the... Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I, I totally think that's the right word for that. So have you ever done anything that was like really, really regretful Really, like uh, something really angry or like that you felt like, oh, I should have done that. Yeah. Because for for a lot, this is really for a lot of parents because we have all done things. That's that's always what a lot of people say. Every time when I text, uh, uh, say I message uh Wendy, right, Pastor Ming's wife, <laughs> wow. who has been very kind to um. So sometimes I'll. I remember there was a phase, there was a couple of phase, phases where I was really, really like, oh my gosh, I think I'm like so horrible as a mom, whatever. And then I asked her like, hey, uh, like, did, did you ever experience this before? And then she, she and she's always very jovial. So she yes. responded to me. She said, you want me to confess all my sins to you now? <laughs> <laughs> and then a lot of times- Pastor's wife some more, this Wendy Lim. <laughs> ah, yo. <laughs> Well, and I, I really like her in a sense because yes. she is very real. Yeah. She, she keeps it very real. She doesn't go like all, all, all so preachy and yeah. she tells you, you know, she, she's just made me think, think like, oh, then maybe she also have done things like that I can feel better now in that sense. So, and okay. a lot of, a lot of like um, parents that I speak to, like 
maybe they have older kids. So I just want to know like, yeah. how, how can I cope with my feelings? And they'll always be like, Esther, we have all done things, <laughs> you know? So what are the things that the both of you have done? And it's Don't ask to confess our sins to you. So. Yeah, okay. You want yeah. us to confess our sins okay. to you? It's, yes, Esther. It's been many days since <laughs> I've last confessed. So, uh, it's been confession Esther. now, confession yeah. now. Okay, Sister okay, Esther. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's not like for the listeners to really feel like, uh, yeah. because, you know, sometimes they think like a pastor is like, uh, one index below God. Wow. Say. But actually, pastors are just human beings, right? Yeah. That God used. Yeah. Willing vessels. Yeah. I think definitely all the more we need God more. So, I mean, if I can put it in that way, uh, because there's so much pressures and so much expectations. But I mean, definitely something regretful, uh, you know, there are many. Uh, but just very quickly, just maybe a day or two ago, wow, just so... Kairos for this interview, uh, I remember that he was really cranking up and he was really kicking up a fuss and he was very upset and I was trying to address some things about him treating him because we are talking about the Ten Commandments and all that. Then I say, Kairos, remember commandment number five, you know, to honor. Wow, then he totally flared up because he felt that, you know, that I was like accusing him and all that. So you know what he did? He actually took my chair, right? And then he actually pushed it towards me. Yeah, so when he pushed it towards me, it was the back of the chair. It was a revolving chair. So when he pushed the back of the chair towards me, right, all I did was to just stretch out my hand and, and stop it, okay? But he pushed with such force that when I stopped it, right, guess what? The chair fell back on him. Wow, he cried like you know crazy. What chair is that? It, because it came upon him. Like, secret so, lab? Yes, secret lab chair. Yeah, this 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 wife. Uh, I I just say a chair. Don't need say. Anything. Okay, but in short, it's a heavy chair. No, no, like, you know, a secret lab like, chair. I'm just trying my luck. I want to see like because this is like the the top chair now. I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah, understand yeah. what's a secret lab. A lot of people got secret lab chairs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I was blessed lah. So my okay. Anyway, my my leaders came. Okay. Anyway, so the chair <laughs> fell on him. The chair fell on him, and I tell you, you know, I totally regret. You know, of course, the fact that it fell on him. But you know what? I regret more. I regret the fact that I was telling myself. It's his fault, you know. He has an anger problem, you know. It is him, you know. Then as he was crying, right, I was like, wow, in my heart, it's like, you know, like you cry, you know. This is called ripping and sewing, you know. Sewing and ripping, you know. Yeah, but wow, then and there, I really needed to like compose myself and know that actually, you know, like I said, he's only a six, seven-year-old boy. You know, why do I really need to get upset with him? So I had to do a quick evaluation. But before that, of course, I quickly had to pick him up la, and then hug him and I'm say, I'm so sorry that you are hurt, you know. Now, I don't immediately apologize if I'm not sincere about it because to me, at that point, I felt that, you know, I didn't push the chair on him. He came towards me, you know, like self-defense like that. But at that point, I, I really regretted that I, I, I had those thoughts. La. So I really need to kind of like really, you know, ask myself la, where are those thoughts coming from and really have to check myself. La. Yeah, so... After that, I just picked him up and I just, you know, said that, hey, let's work this out together, okay? Yeah, but definitely we cannot push chairs at each other. Yeah, then by and by, I admitted that, you know, Kairos, I'm so sorry. If if it seems like Papa pushed the chair upon you, but it's not intentional. <laughs> you know, as a parent, right? Yeah. Can you see my wife's adoring eyes right now? She's like, wow, what a man, you know? Yeah, I think she's really thinking, wow, this guy. Uh, yeah. But that's that's how real it gets, lah. Oh, okay, so... Uh, children's society this is just us being real so uh, please, no <laughs> child was harmed in uh, the incident so all is good yeah <laughs> so pastor do you have any of this kind of uh, moments she is perfect for me 
Yeah, don't, don't have. La. Yeah, we can continue already. Yeah, don't have. Don't, don't waste time already. Can already continue. No, I I think there was one <laughs> night that when I was talking to him, right, I get very emotional. Like you know, like her words become so. Uh, I also uh mad about what she say that I feel very hurt by it and I cried. Wow! In, imagine I cried in front of him. Like I'm so hurt by him and I cried and he cried too. And then in our tears, we still scold each other, you know, like he say me, <laughs> I say him. Then both of us are in tears. Then I'll tell myself that, xiao zha bo, like me, la, I can't <laughs> say and quarrel with uh, uh, my son for what, you know, right? Like, xiao wan, like crazy. I like emotionally, you know, sometimes we are like a bit emo like that. Then I'm like, what are you doing? Uh? Cry in front of my son over, like as if I quarrel with my husband. Like, what are you doing? Like, my goodness, yeah. So then I take a hold of myself, you know, I take a hold of myself and say, stop it, Eileen. Then I just bleed the blood of Jesus over him so that no other, you know, like sometimes, you know, so all this spirit, uh, negative, all this things from <laughs> like, yeah. So I say, I, br- I break it and then I tell myself that, uh, yeah, I think that was one, one regret I did because I feel he was shocked to see me crying and being so hurt. But actually, I also don't know why I'm so hurt by it. Like, now I look back, it's still one. No, no, no. She, it's emotional. In a good way, she, she feels a lot. No, so, la, no, yeah. no, no. I think I, I shouldn't. Yeah, because you know, right, like, it will go into, if you, if I do this too often, right, one time, then two times, three times, then one day, right, it will be that I will always tell him problems that I'm not supposed to tell him. That's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Then he will grow up thinking that he feel very responsible because mommy has to download a lot of things to me because like he's my darling, you know. So I I have this this temptation to like download my fear, my emotion, my love, everything to him. But I think he's just a kid and he's my son. He there is areas that portions that he should not bear, and I should not give him. Yeah. Yeah. That should be what the husband is for. Yeah. And what Jesus is there for oh, okay. my life. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for answering uh, most of the questions, really. And uh, we we're going to follow up this uh, session, really, with uh, all the things that the parents have to ask about, like spiritual routines and uh, like how can we help our children get to know Jesus? Because oh. personally, these are also all my burning questions, you know. So I have to do my next session <laughs> with you guys because I'm, I, I, I got to have some answers, right? Wow. So thank you so much for coming up to the podcast today. And it's really very enjoyable talking to both of you because both of you are so jo- jovial. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank so, you, Master. Thank you. It's an honor. So, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. If you like it, subscribe, follow, share, and like. I will see you next time for the next episode right here on The Parent Thing.